Two Designers Walk Into a Bar is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcasts Network. For more information about our show or to discover more podcasts you'll enjoy, visit evergreenpodcasts.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everyone. We're going to be taking a couple months off as we prepare for our upcoming season. Enjoy this episode nugget from our archives and visit our website for the full story. You can also join us on Patreon for exclusive content not found in our regular podcast feed. Hey everyone, it's Elliot. And Todd. Welcome to Two Designers Walk Into a Bar, an ongoing conversation about pop culture and iconic design. Elliot, you know I love pop culture. Oh, yeah, you do. But I don't consider myself the king of pop. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that name was already taken by Michael Jackson. It's funny you should mention him. This week marks the anniversary that his hair caught fire back in 1984 while shooting an ad for Pepsi. Do you remember talking about that in our Pepsi logo episode? Yeah, I do. And speaking of Pepsi, we also talk about the origins of the Pepsi Challenge and the Cola Wars. So listeners, kick back with your rum and coke. Here's a quick taste. Okay, so Pepsi's rebranding was sort of like the Pepsi challenge, but for Pepsi. So, Mm. uh, Mm. okay, so I'm sure there are a lot of people out there. Um, Todd, as we know, we have millions upon millions of rabid uh, listeners who are A, Taylor Swift fans, and B, younger than us. So I feel that we need to explain the Pepsi challenge real quick. Because this led to another debacle in the ongoing soda (laughs) wars, uh, right? Okay, so let's talk about that a little bit. Pepsi came up with an ad campaign that began in the mid-70s, but really started to to take off in the 80s. And it was called the Pepsi Challenge. Mm -hmm. And basically, it was this blind taste test for consumers. And it was set up in public places like city parks, shopping malls, all these sorts of things, right? Where they could get a bunch of people walking by who were curious, grocery stores, whatever. And so there were these two cups, you know, it'd be like a little (laughs) car table or TV table, you know, like the kind of deluxe setup we have here in the podcasting headquarters. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Executive setup. Yeah, yeah, it was very high end. Um, And so there'd be these two cups in front of this, like, sort of little folding barrier that had Pepsi Challenge written on it. And one cup would say something like soda M and the other one would say soda Q. So it wasn't even like A and B or it wasn't like P and C or something like that. Just arbitrary letters from the (laughs) alphabet, right? So consumers would sit down on the other side of this barrier with the two cups, you know, these little like Dixie cups, 
And they would drink both, and then they would ask to, you know, which which one did you prefer, right? Which of these two things, M or Q, did you mm-hmm. like? So, invariably, more of them actually chose Pepsi. So, of course, Pepsi loved I this. I think the Pepsi had rum in it. Yeah. <laughs> it probably, if it didn't have rum in it, it probably had a lot of cane sugar. But I, I wouldn't put it past them to put, put rum in it. But, Todd, this is great that you're questioning the science of all this, Okay. So Coke actually decided to do the same thing and conduct their own tests with, I don't know if it was with their employees, I don't know if it was with uh, consumers, but (laughs) they basically did the same test themselves and they had sort of an oh shit moment because actually Pepsi was right. Oh, wow. Really? (laughs) So that is what led to the formulation and release of new Coke. So on the heels of all this Pepsi work, Arnell was asked to reimagine the Tropicana brand, which is, of course, orange juice, and it's also owned by Pepsi. So they reworked the packaging. They reworked the copy points. They created a new ad campaign to support this rollout. Yeah, not cheap at all. No, no. And I would actually argue, in Arnell's defense here, the design for Tropicana was actually better than the Pepsi work, although the fallout was far, far worse. So Pepsi paid Arnell 35 million bones for the creative work and then also (laughs) subsequently lost $30 million when sales uh, went down. Um, And it quickly forced them to return to their original packaging. Okay, Todd, I got to ask you a question here. Okay, okay. All right. So they, they rolled back this packaging after spending millions and millions of dollars. How long do you think it took Pepsi to make this decision? Well, I mean, I imagine if they, they spent that much, $35 million, they had to give it some time. So minimum nine months a year, probably. Uh, keep going down. Other direction. Oh, down. Okay. Uh, two quarters, maybe? So six months? Yeah, six months. Keep going down. Okay. <laughs> All right. One quarter. <laughs> We're playing the prices right here. <laughs> we are. Yeah. How quarter. about we div- How about we divide that in half? Really? 46 like days. They switched oh, things back man. in 46 days. Oh, man. I bet that was the most fun 46 days at Pepsi ever. <laughs> <laughs> at Pepsi and at Arnell, I would argue. Yeah, and at Arnell, yeah. Todd, they say there's no crying in baseball. There's probably some uh, crying in uh, beverage package design. But I'll yeah. tell you this. I know for a fact that little kids, who, by the way, are huge consumers of juice... We're yeah. so confused by the new Tropicana packaging that they began crying when they first saw it. <laughs> wow. Whoa. I think I can honestly say none of my brand work has ever gotten tears from little kids. I think I can say that. I think I can. <laughs> Point of pride. I'll make sure yeah. uh, at your funeral that I, I bring that up. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tell a friend, leave a review on your platform of choice. And subscribe so you don't miss a thing. We're always here for you at twodesignerswalkintoabar.com. Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Joe. And And we're we're the the Professional Professional Book Book Nerds. Nerds. Two Mondays a month, we interview authors and talk about their upcoming books, what drives them, and their go-to order at the cafe. 
On Thursdays, we share recommendations and dive into topics readers face, like how do I actually read the books on my to-be-read list? You can find the Professional Book Nerds podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn more about us? Our website is professionalbooknerds.com, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBookNerds. We hope you'll come and listen, and as always, happy happy reading. reading! Two Designers Walk Into a Bar is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcasts Network. For more information about our show or to discover more podcasts you'll enjoy, visit evergreenpodcasts.com.